Well, yesterday we looked at Christ's authority over three things, over sin, over concupiscence, and over Satan. And Christ's authority over the devil is continuing to be seen here in today's gospel. Uh, but also we see Christ's authority over sickness. And uh, so that would be the first thing I draw your attention to, is Christ's authority over sickness. The second thing would be the loving care and the individual attention that Christ gives to each one of the sick. And so if we notice, it says that when the sick people were brought to Christ, it says he laid his hands on each of them. So it wasn't like he prayed over them in general. It was each individual person that was brought to him, he laid hands on that person, he treated that person according to their circumstances, according to their individual needs, weaknesses, sicknesses, so forth and so on. And also we would note too the the loving care and the individual attention that the friends and the family members of these sick people had for the sick people. Uh, it's, it was probably the Sabbath, and in the Sabbath you couldn't, you know, according to the Jewish law, you wouldn't be able to carry anything that would be a violation of the prohibition against work. So no one could carry anything on the Sabbath, but as soon as the sun goes down, everybody picks up, and the Sabbath is done when the sun goes down, everybody picks up their sick brother or mother or whoever it might be, and they carry them to Jesus. So we see the love of Christ and we see the love of the neighbors, the family members and the friends for the sick people. And uh, the great importance of treating the sick as individuals, as speaking to them, looking in their face, in their eyes, making eye contact with them, visiting them in nursing homes, hospitals. Uh, and of course, this is how we would want to be treated as well if we were in that situation. Probably many of us have been in, in a hospital or in a uh, place where we were recovering, maybe at home or what have you, and a visit from someone it does does a lot for us, as well as for our physical health as well. But it really lifts our spirits up, and it's a sign of God's love for us. And uh, on this note, I'll leave you with one very practical um, uh, takeaway from this homily, and that is, I know Father Leoy has spoken about this uh, during a Sunday Mass, I think at least on one occasion in the past year since I've been here, uh, and I wish I had a bigger crowd here. I would really like to emphasize how important it is to make sure you get the priest to, if there's someone out, especially on their, it looks like they're, they're heading towards death, you need to get the priest in there early. Um, many people are under the impression that we got to wait until we're absolutely sure that the person is just about to die, and then we call the priest in. And that's that's not the. T I mean, you can do that. Do that. You know, if worse comes to worse. But you really want to get the priest in well before that, so that the person can make a confession. That's probably the most important thing. So we want to be very solicitous for the salvation and the soul of every individual sick person, whether friend or family member. And speak to the person, say, would you want a priest to come and visit you? And if they, if they agree to that, you get the priest in there well before the person goes unconscious. Today, people are often given heavy doses of morphine on their deathbed. And before that whole process starts, it's really important to get the priest in there while the person is, is uh, lucid. Um, 
so that they can make a good confession, so that they can celebrate the sacrament of the anointing with the full uh, participation and, and uh, active will. And that way, their, uh, their individual well-being, and in particular their soul and their salvation, is going to be cared for and looked after all that much uh, better.